MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little more on the line by paying by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness to set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Well, Mike, while we were at the break, uh, we saw the Circa Resort and Casino here where we are housed, the sportsbook right over our shoulders here. They went to seven on this game with some juice on the favorite at minus 115. There are some other stores with juice on the favorite in town as well at minus 120. But there are some flat sevens out there, and that is the consensus number here in Las Vegas. Seven points in favor of the Miami Dolphins. Your total really hasn't budged. 44 and a half, again, is the consensus number. But also right here at Circa, they have gone down to 44. So some betters on the under and the Pittsburgh Steelers right here at Circa. Okay, primetime unders. There yeah, you go, right? there you go. Uh, the late action that way. Uh, it, it, gets, it gets interesting, though, because of the variables, I think, and betters are, are suggesting that, too, uh, as some late money comes in uh, for the road team here. Now, the letdown angle, we were just t- talking about that, too. I, I wonder if the betters are considering that at all, but um, not really if you're going to impact the line now. You know, right before kickoff. It does seem like a lot of points. You know, mm-hmm. we, we said it on Saturday's show and we said it in the open here. Right. On the other side of a touchdown, seven and a half, uh, I kind of lean certainly towards the Steelers' side, despite all the letdown and what stuff is going on. It, mm-hmm. still, it still seems like a lot of points for the Dolphins to lay. 
Uh, let's move over and look at some of the player prop markets, and I'll start with the Pittsburgh quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Uh, for passing touchdowns, one and a half is the number. You can go over that at plus 150. Under that is minus 205, so pretty heavy juice on Kenny Pickett under one and a half touchdown passes. Uh, passing yards is at 223 and a half, mm-hmm. minus 115 either way. I kind of like the over on the passing yards for Pickett, Mike. You talked about the run-pass ratio for these Pittsburgh Steelers. And if this game is supposed to be roughly a seven-point game, if the Dolphins come out quickly with Tua and, and he's in rhythm and he's hitting Tyreek Hill and Waddle, and if they put some points up on the board quickly, the Steelers may have to go into a mode where they're passing the ball even more often And I think Kenny Pickett could find himself getting over that 223 and a half. Totally agree with you on that. I mean, I I, I like to find out the reason why things happen, uh, especially in the National Football League. And uh, from my playing experience, okay, we're going to switch to this quarterback. Why? Well, does he give us the best chance to win? Probably, but how? Because he can throw the football. Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) You know, I, I think he's a young kid that they certainly want the rapid development if they can get it from Kenny Pickett. Uh, but he is a guy that wants to throw the football. He wears two gloves because of the size of his hands. I get, I get that. Uh, but you also have the weapons that you have. When you find a Pickens where they found him in a draft, uh, you, you, on top of Claypool, on top of Johnson, there's a reason why you've moved on from Juju Smith-Schuster and people like that because you want more speed on the field. You want to threaten uh, a defense vertically uh, down the field. Uh, and certainly you want to be explosive if you can. So – uh, the reasons why Pickett is, is in there uh, gives me uh, a feeling to bet that over as well. Whether you want to do the touchdowns, passing touchdowns is juiced up. Uh, I mean, where are we at? We're minus 205, right? Yeah, minus 205 for him or to the, go over. Or, yeah. Plus, or excuse me, for him to go under. under. Heavy favorite to go under. Yeah. Plus 150 for him to go over. To go over. I, then, I, I don't want to lay $2, but I wouldn't want, I don't expect him to go over one and a half touchdown passes either. Well, I mean, you think about the late in the game. I mean, yeah. fourth quarter, third quarter. Maybe he gets ball. one late for sure. Yeah, and then that takes that over. I mean, that's plus 150 right there for over. It's a over. juicy looking shot to take. <laughs> it really is. It's plus 150. But the over the passing yards, uh, minus 115 either way, uh, 223 and a half. Uh, yeah, I can get on board with the over there. All right, let's look at the passing props for Tua Tangavaloa. One and a half touchdown passes as well. The over is minus 125, a slight mm-hmm. favorite there. The under is minus 105. I would tend to think Tua can get over that. I, I don't necessarily have a problem laying the minus 125. The passing yards, though, 249 and a half, basically 250 passing yards for Tua. I would lean to the under there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he is an efficient passer, though. I mean, the accuracy part of it, right? He's um, going to have to get a lot of run and catch from Waddle and Hill, I think, to go over that number. Yeah. Because he does a lot of short stuff. Right, and they also do deep drops and play action stuff. So I think with the concussion, anticipating more max protection, if they can get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, that's dictating offensively to what Pittsburgh's setting up and doing. Right. So when you can max protect, and typically on max protect, you're sending out two wide receivers, maybe three, uh, and then you'll sink out a couple outlets. But uh, max protect for Tua just to make sure he's okay uh, is certainly in the pocket coming back from that concussion. Uh, are you going to be able to throw the ball down the field? And, and if you can max protect that way, give him more time, and he feels comfortable and confident, then there's those explosive plays there uh, in the passing game for Miami. You leaning over or under there? Um, I can't call it. I'm staying away from that one. All I, right, I well, mean, I would lean over Kenny Pickett, 223 and a half, 
249 and a half is a tough number for me and Tua. Yeah, we we have agreements on Kenny Pickett. Looking mm-hmm. uh, for him to go over 223 and a half on his passing yards. Let's get to the running backs and the rushing props here. Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert for the Miami Dolphins. Raheem Mostert at 66 and a half rushing yards. You can go under or over that. Basically minus 110 either way. Chase Edmonds at 17 and a half yards. I would be staying away from Mostert. He's obviously a feature back here. He's probably got a little bit of an elevated number, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Chase Edmonds got over 17 and a half yards. Yeah, I was looking at him for rushing yards, Chase Edmonds, and then also receiving yards. Okay. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Uh, at Bedham Jim, you can find him 11 and a half, uh, minus 120 to the over uh, because of the screen game, because of the quicker passes to getting the ball out of, out of Tua's hands. And then the matchup situation for the Steelers, I don't think they match up very well with running backs, uh, with their linebackers. Uh, one of the uh, weakness parts of that defense, I believe, for the Steelers has been the linebacking position. Devin Bush has been under fire for a number of years now, uh, so they n- have not really solidified that. And you think about Pittsburgh, too, as a zone-blitzing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if Miami is in tune with that, I think Miami could have some favorable matchups uh, with players like Edmonds out of the backfield. All right, so you and I both like an Edmonds there, receiving and rushing. We'll switch mm-hmm. over to the Pittsburgh side. Kenny Pickett, under or over 12.5 rushing yards, and then Najee Harris at 44.5 yards. Uh, you know, that's a tough one on tough. Najee. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he should see some action, even though the run-pass ratio is in the favor of the passing game. Um, but we really haven't seen him do a ton it seems like he's, uh, you know, in a cloud of dust more often than not. And he can be very effective out of the backfield catching a pass. Mm-hmm. But as far as rushing yards, uh, I'd either stay away from that or I'd probably just stay away. I wouldn't even lean towards the under. Yeah, because Steelers, they don't do things that are conducive for Najee Harris in his running style, in the running game. Like, Najee is not an explosive, elusive guy. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy, but he's a prodder. Like, he has such those long strides and – uh, you know, a lot of times the, the defense can react once he gets the ball and you're, and you're going off your keys and you're reacting that way. Where Najee is dangerous, though, is the perimeter. Yes. Right? And so that's why I was looking at his receiving yards, too. Uh, he's at 13 and a half. Uh, I believe the over is minus 120 as well. So, so both running backs, to me, in this game, uh, you're looking at some props that way. The receiving yard prop uh, for both running backs uh, go over those. I like that. I like, so you and I both like Chase Edmonds and Najee Harris over their receiving yards. I also like Chase Edmonds over his rushing yards of 17 and a half. Of course, the secondary back with Raheem Mostert being the feature back. I think Edmonds will certainly get his turn and his opportunities to go over that 17 and a half yards. Mostert, his attempts are 15 and a half. You can go on, uh, under or over that. Najee Harris, his attempts are on, uh, 12 and a half under or over that. Um, I, I would probably tend to go under on Raheem Mostert's attempts at 15 and a half. I don't know if he's going to get 17, 18, 19 carries. Yeah, I mean, it gets difficult because of McDaniel. I mean, they've skewed it for the passing game and uh, the extension of the passing game with the quicker throws. And we see some uh, RPO stuff, not much read option because of Tua, but more RPO uh, or play action, if you will. To me, it's just play action. Uh, So opportunities, again, abound there for the running back positions on both sides of the ball for both teams. Well, I think, uh, you know, with Chase Edmonds in the ball game there in the backfield for the Miami Dolphins, you and I both kind of like him to 
play more of a role mm-hmm. in this game, and that would take away from the role of Raheem Mostert. We kind of like him under 66 and a half yards rushing and under 15 and a half yards, or he's, excuse me, and under 15 and a half attempts. Yeah, he's a speed demon, though. Like, if he can get oh, yeah. free, if he gets free, uh, watch out for the rushing yards, though, on that one. Well, it looks like they have kicked off. The Miami Dolphins will start on offense at their own 25-yard line, and the number closes here at 7, right where it opened the week. Did get up to 7.5 in favor of the Miami Dolphins, and then here on Sunday night, the betters take the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the number drops back down to a flat 7. Your total closes at 44.5 as far as a consensus, but there were a couple of 44s out there in the market, and the night gets started for the Miami Dolphins on offense with a false start penalty. So not a great start there. That'll back them up five yards, first and 15 for Tua Tangavaloa and the Miami Dolphins as we kick off Sunday night football. We'll be back in just a moment. Did you miss a VEASAN show? We have multiple daily and weekly podcasts to keep you up to date on all the latest sports betting action. VEASAN Best Bets bring you the highlights from our daily lineup of shows, including Follow the Money and A Numbers Game. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum gets you ready with the latest lines in action. Beating the Book with Yale Alexander provides the insider view on analytics-based betting strategy from professional bettors, handicappers, and sportsbook operators. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcast today to find all of our podcast options. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, VSIN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VSIN has to offer, including our 24 7 live shows, subscriber only betting guides to the college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup soccer. It's the best bet in the game. $99 for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at vsin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And Sunday Night Football, the Dolphins are driving a couple of big passing plays to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and the tight end Mike Gesicki. And they now have a first and goal situation, second and third, second and three, rather. They can still get a first down. That pass is deflected by Pittsburgh, but they are inside the Steeler 10-yard line, Miami threatening early in this ballgame. But we want to go to the Monday nighter while we've got a minute and talk about the Patriots hosting the Chicago Bears. We bring in Evan Lazar. He is a staff writer for Patriots.com. You can follow him on Twitter at ELazar. He also is the host of the Patriots Catch-22 podcast. Evan, thank you so much for joining us. So, you know, this game's pretty interesting. The Patriots come off of a couple of very convincing wins over the uh, over the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions. And the Chicago Bears, you know, I guess they have lived up to expectations. They've been a real disappointment so far this season. And, of course, uh, because of all that, we're seeing a pretty big point spread in this game. Patriots favored by eight. What are your thoughts here? 
Yeah, look, I, I think it's a pretty a game that you expect the Patriots to win pretty easily, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, even just with their defense alone. I mean, we'll see who's that quarterback. I think we have an inkling that Mac Jones is going to make a comeback in this game. But regardless, you look at the Patriots' defense, the way they've been rolling the last two weeks, and you look at Justin Fields and how much the Bears' offense has struggled, and you're just left – searching for ways that the Bears put up points in this game consistently. Like, there could be a drive here or a drive there where they catch the Patriots, maybe some quarterback runs, there's some scrambles by Justin Fields, but stringing together drives consistently to go back and forth with New England, I think it's hard-pressed to find ways that Chicago ends up anywhere close to the 20-point mark in this game if the Patriots play the way they've been playing on defense. Evan, a question obviously is about the quarterback situation. Uh, because some people want to turn back the clock and go Bledsoe uh, Brady here, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, with Jones and Zappi. I mean, both of these guys played in the preseason, uh, and and both of these guys have had significant time under center now uh, playing quarterback, and Zappi has played better than Jones. Jones, when he got hurt, uh, was leading the league in interceptions. So in terms of the feeling in the building for the Patriots, do they feel like there's a quarterback controversy? No, absolutely not. There, There's no quarterback controversy in the locker room one bit. I mean, this is Mac Jones's team. He's a team captain. Uh, he came into the year off the good rookie season with the entire support of the team behind him. So I think the biggest thing that the players and the coaches, I believe, have been able to realize with this entire thing with Bailey Zappi is not to take anything away from Bailey Zappi, but the two games that they played were against two of the worst defenses in the NFL – and the way that they managed the game for Bailey Zappi was significantly different than the way that they called the game for Mac Jones. So I think they found some things over the last two weeks, the play action passing, the extra blockers in and pass protection to take shots down the field, uh, maybe a little bit more of a conservative approach. They were throwing the ball down the field a lot with Mac Jones in those first three games of the season. He actually led the league in passes of 20-plus yards through three weeks. So I think a little bit more of a conservative approach play action being incorporated and things like that have really allowed Bailey Zappi to be efficient over the last two weeks. And I think the hope from the team is that they can put Matt Jones back on the field in a similar offense that they were calling with Bailey Zappi and just have it have that much more of a ceiling, higher ceiling or more potential uh, with a second year quarterback that clearly has proven that he can at least hang in an NFL game or in an NFL season. So I don't think there's any quarterback controversy. And I think, you know, to go back to the Bledsoe Brady thing, because there's certainly been a lot of that conversation outside of the building in the media about it being similar to 2001. But I think the biggest difference between those two situations is that back in 2001, Bledsoe was not Bill Belichick's guy, right? Bledsoe predated Bill Belichick. Whereas with this situation, Belichick drafted Mac Jones in the first round last year I think it would be really premature because of two games against Cleveland and Detroit for Bill to then go ahead and pull the rug out from Mac Jones and go with Bailey Zappi. Tua Tangavaloa finds Raheem Mostert for a short touchdown, and the extra point is good, and the Miami Dolphins take an early 7 to nothing lead over the Pittsburgh Steelers in the in-game market. They have moved to 12.5-point favorites, less than 11 minutes left to go still in the first quarter. 
Uh, Evan uh, Lazar is our guest. He is with Patriots.com, a staff writer there. You can also catch his podcast, Patriots Catch 22. Evan, last week in Cleveland, we saw that defense that you mentioned for the New England Patriots totally shut down the rushing attack of Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns. And Belichick, of course, is known for that, just eliminating what his opponent can do best. And it's kind of two-pronged for the Chicago Bears. What they can do best, about the only thing they can do, is rush the ball. But you also mentioned the element of the running quarterback and Justin Fields. What do you think is the priority? Obviously, shutting it all down is what Belichick wants. But what do you think his area of focus is? Focusing on the running game, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, or is it more stopping Justin Fields and his ability to get outside the pocket? Yeah, I mean, I think on passing downs, you'll certainly see a situation where the Patriots will use what they call a mush rush, which is basically condensing the pocket on the quarterback but not allowing the quarterback out of the pocket. So they'll have very good gap discipline, or the idea would be to have very good gap discipline or rush lane integrity to make sure that you're more, uh, you know, I like to call this Star Wars trash compactor, right? You just want to collapse the pocket on the quarterback and not let them out. So I think that there's going to be elements of that. I'm sure if they go man coverage on third down, for example, they'll have a spy and maybe two spies on Justin Fields at times. But I think the main thing what the Patriots will try to do is shut down the early down running game. Because if you can get Justin Fields consistently in third and longs, I think if you're the Patriots, you really like your chances of not just controlling, you know, winning the game, but really controlling and dominating the game with your defense, if that's the way the Bears are going to have to go at you, it's third, third and seven, third and eight all night long. I think the Patriots feel really good about themselves in that situation. So mitigating the run, I'm sure, is the number one priority. Then not letting fields out of the pocket is number priority number two. Again, I think the biggest thing for me looking at this game, and the Bears haven't done much of it yet, but if their coaching staff, knows coming into this game that they have to pull something out of their back pocket that maybe the Patriots aren't expecting or didn't prepare for. Designing runs for Justin Fields, like you see with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, for example, that really hurt the Patriots in week three. I think that's the way to go if you're Chicago, is incorporating read options, zone read, whatever it is, in order to get Justin Fields involved in the ground game early on. Because the Patriots, like I said, gave up a lot of yards on the ground to Baltimore and Lamar Jackson back in week three. And a lot of it was those design quarterback run elements that they couldn't handle. So if you're the bears and you want to throw a game plan wrinkle at the Patriots, it's certainly unlocking Justin Fields, not just on scrambles, but on design quarterback runs as well. You know, Evan, um, I feel pretty good about my teaser situation with uh, new England at home. I got them down uh, under that magic number of three there on my teaser card. So uh, I'm curious though about, the Patriots beyond this game, uh, that that dynamic with Bill Belichick, right? And is he working on both sides of the ball or has his attention shift to the defensive side of the ball now that the offense has got it going? I would say that he's more leaned offense uh, going back to training camp is what we've been able to observe. It's certainly been more offense and we saw him even last week. And now I, I know it's a rookie quarterback. So we'll see what happens when Mac Jones is back under center but with Bailey Zappi you saw a lot of sideline shots of Bill Belichick talking to Zappi one-on-one on the sideline going through stills things like that versus paying attention to the defense so I think they feel really good 
between Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick, those guys have been essentially co-coordinating the defense since 2019. Uh, so they have quite a bit of experience on that defensive side of the ball. Their defensive line coach, Demarcus Covington, uh, you know, they had Mike Pellegrino, their quarterback coach. Those guys have been around uh, the facility and have been around the team for four, five, six years at this point. So I think they like their experience on the defensive side of the ball, and they're allowing those coaches to do their job. Mayo is somebody that is talked about a lot as a potential future head coach. So I think they like what they have there, and they're allowing Belichick and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to piece this offense together. So it'll be interesting to see how they move forward on offense because they really seem to find something the last two weeks with Zappi, run game, play action, uh, things like that, that they weren't necessarily doing as much of in the first three weeks of the season. So if they stick to that formula, uh, especially against teams like the Bears, I mean, they should roll in these games. I think for Patriots fans, the bigger question is, is is this just like last year where they rattled off seven straight wins in the middle of the season? versus it being a really uh, team that can really make some noise in the playoffs. Great stuff, Evan. Thank you so much, and enjoy the Monday night football game. We will come back with an update on Sunday night football and get into our recaps of what happened earlier today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Blitz on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet, plus get Sunday Parlay Insurance on football and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game. Well, the last game of your Sunday in Week 7 is the Miami Dolphins hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers and this Dolphins offense. Boy, it looks like they got their quarterback or something, doesn't it? Uh, to a tang of a low end company, really taking it to the Steelers right now. And uh, I don't know if that's a fumble, but uh, an incomplete pass mm-hmm. there. And that'll bring up fourth and four. Jason Sanders now on to attempt a field goal for the Miami Dolphins as they look to take a 10 to nothing lead. And that one is up and good. And Miami is out in front 10 to nothing, under six minutes left to go in the first quarter. And Mike, in the live market, they are 14 and a half point favorites. And I certainly understand it because 
It just two possessions for the Miami Dolphins so far, just one for Pittsburgh, but mm-hmm. there has been a big disparity. Miami's been moving the ball. Raheem Mostert looks good. I hope you didn't actually play that under 66 and a half yards rushing because yeah. uh, right now it looks like he's going to eclipse that, but Pittsburgh was not able to do anything on offense on their first series and Miami having quite a bit of success. Yeah, the RPO, I mean, something that we talked about, that was going to be there with Tua because um, he runs it so well, and basically you're you're – influencing linebackers and again a weakness of the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is those inside linebackers and they're all over the place and there's a lot of room clear throwing lanes for Tua to the wide receiver it doesn't matter if it's Waddle or Hill uh, so that's been effective and then the running game I mean, we're seeing that kind of emerge today and I was waiting for that I was wondering when that was going to get revved up because they needed to the Dolphins for them to evolve from what they started from and what everybody has caught up to They need to start getting to that running game, and so we're seeing that tonight. And not a bad team to get healthy with that running game against Mm -hmm. in the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, let's take a look at what happened earlier today on the gridiron, and we will start in Big D, the Lions at the Cowboys. Detroit drew first blood in this game with a field goal, but Dallas responded with a field goal of their own, and and to begin the second quarter, we were tied at three apiece. The Lions added another field goal, and we went to the locker room 6-3 in favor of Detroit. Really a slow start to this game. Dak Prescott, in his return, he was 9-14 of 14 for 104 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once in the first half of action. The Cowboys put uh, the first touchdown on the board to begin the second half. It was Ezekiel Elliott plunging in from one yard out, and it was 10-6 to Dallas. Then first and goal for the Lions with 12 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the Cowboys force a fumble. Big play. Dallas takes over on offense. Detroit ends up getting the ball back with eight and a half minutes left in the final frame, and Jared Goff throws an interception. So Cowboys take over at midfield. Two turnovers for the Detroit Lions in the last two possessions at that point. The Cowboys turned this one into another Zeke Elliott touchdown, and it was 17-6 Dallas with three minutes left in the ballgame. Dak Prescott fired his first touchdown pass of the season with less than two minutes left to go in the game, and the Cowboys were on their way. 24-6, they win the ballgame. Dallas moves to 5-2 and two on the season with a win and a cover. Detroit drops to 1-5, and five and the game stays under the total. Yeah, you, you know, Detroit can't get out of their own way uh, from mistakes, you know, being mistake-prone. And uh, you can change coaches, you can change players, but for whatever reason, these type of franchises – they find ways to lose games. Uh, six to three at halftime on the road, off a bye, everything seemingly working uh, for what the Lions are about. Their defense even stepped up. Yeah, creating I mean, six some to turnovers. three in the first half. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I'm not going to look at Dak being rusty at all. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but in terms of betting on the Lions moving forward, I mean, one, they are talented. And, and early on, too, they had the motivation, they had the hype. That seems to have worn off uh, at this point. You mentioned the two fumbles uh, down the stretch. Go back before that, the interception, the fumble, and then you know punt, and then another interception. Those, those are the possessions. They had four turnovers in the second half of that football game, and it's like, how do you expect to win, let alone work hard during a week of practice and everything like that? But, I mean, if you can't hold on to the football on the road, uh, that's a major problem, and – uh, St. Brown gets hurt or whatever concussion, I get it. But I, I mean, it's not that the Lions are devoid of, of weapons. They, they have plenty of talented players. It's just they can't get out their own way, you know. And uh, to be honest with you, before the fumble towards the la- last part of the game, I thought the player got into the end zone. Um, I'm assuming that that was the score. But then 
okay, you got one yard to go or whatever, and okay, you fumble that away, and which is inexcusable at this point. So I, I don't know where you go with the Lions, even on a betting standpoint, because it seems like uh, as as good as or as improved as they look, uh, Brady, they really aren't that much improved. Well, you know, it's interesting. We talked about this on the Pro Football Blitz on the Saturday edition. You know, you lose three games in a row going into your bye, mm-hmm. and you take that week off to correct your mistakes, and they ended up scoring six points today. Right. Uh, I mean, I know they didn't have all of their offensive weapons, and they were playing a very good defense in the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott, by the way, 19 of 25 for 207 yards mm-hmm. passing. He did have one uh, touchdown pass, no interceptions. He was very efficient today. Uh, Zeke Elliott was good. I, I thought the Cowboys just played a very efficient game on offense, but it was really that defense once again, whether it's Cooper Rush or Dak, uh, Dak Prescott at quarterback, uh, it almost looked the same where the defense was really doing the job. Yeah, I mean, they took away possessions from Detroit. And, okay, you think about Dallas against a better team, uh, a, a team that will not hurt themselves and make critical mistakes, you know, where would the Dallas Cowboys be, Right. I, I think you're right about Dak Prescott, I- efficient, uh, maybe a little rusty, uh, but the running game was there uh, at times for Dallas, and they can lean on that a little bit with both uh, Pollard and Elliott. Uh, but I, this is more on Detroit. Uh, and, okay, look at the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yes, they took the ball away. So store that away, file that away for that defense. I mean, still paying dividends for, for this Dallas Cowboys football team. How about Tony Pollard today, by the way? We've, we've been calling for him to see more action. 83 yards rushing on 12 carries. Also had 26 yards receiving out of the backfield. So a great day for Pollard. Zeke Elliott, 57 yards rushing on 15 carries with two touchdowns. Uh, C.D. Lamb had 70 yards receiving on four catches. It was really spread out throughout the weapons that the Dallas Cowboys have on offense and Micah Parsons and company, Tavon Diggs. Um, I, I thought really it was a complete effort by Dallas. And, and that was kind of, I guess, a little bit surprising to see against a team that had had extra rest and time to prepare versus a team that was ushering back their old quarterback into the lineup. And there was some speculation. Would it take some time for him to kind of get his feet wet and I think a little bit looked mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. I mean, it was 6-3 to three in the first half, but eventually it was really just a masterpiece. It wasn't anything spectacular, um, but it was just kind of a slow bleed to that, uh, to that Detroit Lions team. Yeah, I mean, as good as the Dallas Cowboys defense is, it's just how bad the Lions are performing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I would sum it up. And uh, as a better, I can't rely on that. I mean, I, I know they're a covering machine at times, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those situations. Even if you tease the Lions, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, help you right there. So the Cowboys in a spot, rusty transitioning quarterback, uh, the defense still led the way, which it will all year long for the Cowboys. Who's going to lead the way for the Lions now? Because offensively, you would think that would be the case, but not when they're turning the ball over five times. You know, in critical situations, too, in the second half, turning it over uh, on consecutive drives, too. Uh, so that that is trouble, troublesome for me uh, in terms of betting the Lions moving forward. Kenny Pickett intercepted by the Miami Dolphins, and Tua Tangavaloa takes over on offense from about his own 45-yard line. And there's our man Chase Edmonds looking to go over that 17 and a half mm-hmm. yards rushing. He just picked up about 11 right there. 10 to nothing Dolphins, and they are now 18 and a half point favorites in the live market. Uh, also, the Detroit Lions were the very most popular pick 
in the Circa Million Contest and also the Westgate Super Contest, catching seven points. And uh, that pick obviously went down. That hurt a lot of people, thousands of people on that pick today. Yeah, I, I didn't understand it, to be honest with you. I mean, I know, what, what was the angle that I, I think people were focused on? The bye week, maybe? or I think I think it was the bye week mm-hmm. and, and the fact that the Lions had lost three straight. It, right. was, it was definitely a good bounce-back situation okay. for them. And then that combined with Dak coming back to the lineup and and maybe you know sputtering a little bit or taking a minute to yeah. get reacquainted with with the the system and what have you and and again you and I talked about it I think that was the case with mm-hmm. Dak for maybe even an entire half of football yeah. but the bounce back on the Lions never happened no I mean I I teased the Cowboys down and I'm waiting on the Patriots tomorrow to be able to hopefully cash that ticket but uh, no the Cowboys for me was was a tease down I mean at home uh, and the players spoke about it too about Dak being back, and they're inspired by that, you know, a lot of offensive players. But the defense is is the consistency that we see from the Cowboys week in and week out, right? Uh, and that's something I think as a better you can certainly get behind. And uh, I know the Lions were, were explosive, but you can't be explosive if you're fumbling the ball all over the place as well as throwing interceptions. The Dallas Cowboys moved to 5-2 and two on the year. They're still trailing. The New York Giants. We'll get to that one next on the Pro Football Blitz. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.